Hello, everybody, and welcome into a special edition, special football and comedy edition of Upon Further Review. I'm Evan Green of the Dallas Morning News, and you, uh, man, are who? I am Barry Horn, and I, I just want to say this is probably a groundbreaking podcast because we have our we're we're crossing sexual barriers. Uh, we're crossing gender barriers. Gender barriers. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's crossed. Wait, but I'm on. I'm just on the phone. Well, that's all right, Sarah. You are here, and, and you are the great Sarah Colonna, my good friend and world famous comic, and our football tie-in. You are actually the Seahawks punter. John Ryan is your fiance. That's right. So there's a fo- so I have uh, I have re- a good reason to be on this podcast, even though a lot of people may not agree. You have absolutely no knowledge of the Cowboys. Not really. Let's make that, that clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't have any knowledge of the Cowboys. I mean, I know that they are. I know that Tony Romo is hurt. Um, I saw a photo of him um, at a party or something, and I know people were upset about that, and that's all I know. So will you, like, as a wag now, will you be hanging out with Candace this weekend? What is a wag? What does wag mean? Wives and girlfriends. Okay. Hello, Fair. keep up. No, excuse oh, me. Um uh, it, it no, I don't know. Nobody ever invites me to hang out with them, unfortunately. In the wide world, I can't. I've tried to tweet Giselle during the Super Bowl when we were both there, but she didn't respond. And what is wrong with her? Oh, I mean, she probably has other things to do. <laughs> do 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 people discriminate against special teams players against punters? Is is that it? No, I don't think so. Well, for Giselle, it was more just entertainment for myself. I didn't actually want to hang out with her. I just thought it was funny to tweet her all the time because I assume she never reads her Twitter. So for me, it was just fun to have a one-sided conversation during the Super Bowl um, to tweet her. And I and it was it entertained me and at least a handful of my followers. So that was all I cared about. For the rest, I don't know. I don't. I have. I definitely have hung out with um, other special teams players' wives because that's we see each other all the time. So. Um, Lindsay Hauschka and um, it is Stephen Hauschka's wife, and then Maddie Gresham, who is married to Clint Gresham, the long snapper. Those are probably the two I see the most so because they're the, pu- know, the punter, the place kicker, the long snapper. And then I did see I've, at least uh, Justin Britt's wife. I met recently at a game. She was very nice. So I've met a bunch of the Seahawks players' wives, but I haven't met um, um, anyone else. And I haven't. Uh, is it? I, sometimes they say Kiara, but I think it's Kiara, right? I think it's Ciara, yeah. I think yeah, it is. she and I haven't uh, hung out yet, <laughs> but I'm sure that's coming soon. See, and I was I was kind of, for me, being in Seattle when Taylor Swift was, was there and Russell Wilson was invited on stage, I quite frankly was a little insulted because why not John? I mean, he is one of the NFL's best punters. He is, and people you know really enjoy him, but um, people seem to really like Russell too. I, I guess I can't blame them. Uh, uh, Sarah, I'm not sure if you you saw this, but the Cowboys had a devastating loss the other day. They play Seattle, we should say, this coming Sunday. But they had a devastating yeah. loss against the Giants, in which a special that. teams player, Cole Beasley, had a key muff at the end of the game. His wife took to Twitter and just obliterated anybody who had anything negative to say about her husband. Have you ever Good. taken to Twitter uh, yes. in fits of anger? I have. I try not to because um, I feel like it's just sort of repeating the problem. But at the same time, I think we all think that we can teach someone a lesson by basically saying, like, you know, you can't go um, online and tell an athlete to kill himself just because you don't like the way a game went. It's a game, you know. 
not worth someone losing their life over. But people write really awful things, especially to athletes, but I think probably to a lot of people on Twitter. The only time I've really had a meltdown was um, <laughs> it was Joe Buck, but I didn't tweet at him. I didn't I didn't like at mention him. I didn't go to his Twitter account because I didn't want people writing back to him. I just wanted to talk about how angry I was at him. Refresh so our that. memory on exactly how Joe Buck, because Joe Buck is not very popular here in Texas based on the fact that he broadcast the 2011 World Series. Right. Um, and many people thought he did so with a very St. Louis bias. Because he is from St. He, Louis. Well, he, yeah, he's from there. I mean, I went, I stayed in St. Louis and right across the street from me, haunting me, was his barbecue restaurant. So, Which he, is not bad. I've eaten there, by the way. Well, I wouldn't go, just so you know. I refused okay. to what, did, what did he say? What I did ordered he do? take it. What did he do? <laughs> he, um, he, it was during, it was last season, John fumbled um, a punt, but he still actually got it off. Anyway, but he fumbled, and Joe Buck said, John Ryan setting back the punters or athletes to movement by 10 years. And I lost my mind because you can't say someone's not an athlete. The guy's been in the NFL for 10 years. All, everyone on the football team is an athlete, no matter what you say. And also, I don't think it's your job to sit up there and make funny, mean jokes about athletes. You're, that's not what they should be. You shouldn't be tearing down athletes when you're in that seat. I don't think that's what you should be doing. And so let's let's also mention, angry. by the way, let's also just mention, by the way, and interject here, I believe John had both a rushing and a passing touchdown last year, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that there have been many punters who have both run and thrown for a touchdown, maybe since George Blanda might have done the job. Right. Um, yeah, no, not many. Um, and yeah, so it just it made me really mad just because I thought it was just such a like, first of all, the punters or punters or athletes too, that whole kickers or athletes, all that whole thing feels so old and dated to me. It's like basically saying like, you know, female comics aren't funny. So, um, I just feel like it's a dated dumb reference and it just, and it made me mad because a fumble is a fumble, but it doesn't take away your entire career. It doesn't mean you can stand up there and say, oh, he just set his whole movement back for 10 years just because he fumbled the ball. Female sports writers and getting mad again. Female sports writers and female broadcasters take a lot of crap. Do fe- and female comics. Well, that's. Could I finish my question? Yes. My question is: <laughs> Is it the same? Is it the same for female comics? It is. Yeah. I mean, it's gotten better. Um, I think over the years, especially people have stood out, and you know, you know, like Sarah Silverman, say, or Chelsea Handler. Uh, you know, I mean, there's been Ellen DeGeneres. I mean, there's obviously been a ton of comedians, and now you have, like, Amy Schumer, who's really popular. And um, I think people break the barrier, but there's it, does, it kind of doesn't matter. It still feels like no matter what, there's always going to be that this group of people who have this comparison. And I've never really understood it because I don't understand why it has anything to do with being male or female. It's just what makes you laugh or what makes you doesn't. I've seen plenty of male comics that don't make me laugh, plenty of female comics that don't make me laugh. To me, it should be just like take out the term female or male and it should just be a comedian because it just is what makes you laugh. And obviously vice versa. There's also been plenty that make me laugh of both genders. So um, I feel like that is is a strange thing. And it should be that way in sports. It should be that way in everything. I don't know why it matters. Oh, it should. And, and I, I mean, I got to tell you, whether we're talking about athletes, because I, I've, I've watched Elvis Elvis Anderson's Instagram over the last week. He's after after the division series ended, he took uh, his girlfriend and went on a very nice trip to Paris and and to Italy. And he's posted some pictures and things that people have said 
have just been absolutely hateful about how he cost the Rangers the World Series. Get over it. People say yeah. things to female broadcasters uh, and, and, and female sports broadcasters in particular on Twitter that are just uh, beyond hateful. I mean, I, I've checked Katie Nolan's Twitter feed after she makes she's made some pretty hot takes on, on Greg Hardy's behavior. And the things that people say to her are I, I've just never I, I've never said those things to anybody in my life. And I, it's really bizarre. I don't know what what's become on social media. And I do feel like athletes and people who cover athletes get the the more sort of hateful, angry, and I have to say uneducated, because if you go on any pro sports team's Instagram uh, and try to read the insults, good luck, because most of them literally make no sense or are completely misspelled or whatever. So then you can just go, this, it just seems really strange for you to be. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I, I will say on the misspelling yesterday, I was checking Elvis's Instagram, and there was somebody who said that he made the Rangers loose. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe it's a one syllable word. I mean, <laughs> you can get, you know, it's, you can get lose. Yes, you should be able to. Well, I think we should come clear here, clean here, not clear, clean here and say, Sarah, you're a huge Angels fan, I understand. Is that right? I, okay. yeah, yeah. This I is, you're yeah. T- and we're in Dallas and, and you're a huge Seahawk fan and we're here in Dallas, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nobody like. No, I can't wait to read my Twitter comments. Okay, so let's let's, let's also up. mention that Sarah will be performing here this week three times. Where? Yes. Yes. That's true. Where, At Sarah? Hyenas Comedy Club in Plano on Thursday, in uh, Fort Worth on Friday for two shows, and then um, on Sunday right after the Cowboys game at the Dallas location. I will be there. So if the Cowboys uh, if the Cowboys beat the Seahawks, will you be performing in tears? Um. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I move on pretty quickly, but I won't be happy. But I'll you know. But I'll be in a, I'll, I'll I'll be in a good mood because I'll be on stage. Will, will you, Will you go to the game and then hustle over to Hyenas, or will you have to yes. miss the game? Okay. No, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do both. Um, and I have to say, as a as a huge baseball fan, just in general, because um, well, as you both know, that my father was a sports editor, so I did grow up watching the Angels since I was a kid because he. Um, moved out here and started covering the, the Angels for the Orange County Register. But as a huge baseball fan, I have been to two Rangers games in Arlington and had a blast every time. Like, what a great stadium, what a great fan base. So I have to say, I really enjoyed it there. And I'm thinking, obviously, the Cowboys stadium will be similar in the sense that, I can't. first of all, I can't wait to go there. And John has said it's one of his favorite places to play. It's like, it's the most amazing stadium. So I can't wait. Um to actually go see that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before your dad worked in Orange County, California, yes. he worked at Dallas at the Dallas, he did, Morning, at News, the Dallas Morning News, where he was right. my where he was my boss. Yeah, and uh, I, and Barry was a was a gold bricker then. I was. He, where are you? I'm busy. I couldn't talk to him. I'd hang up. But he, but <laughs> but, what, shouldn't you have some allegiance to the Rangers and and the Cowboys, perhaps? Well, I mean, I like people that I know that are Rangers fans. I like uh, I have several friends that are huge Rangers fans. But when I was when I when we were in Dallas and when I moved to Arkansas, my parents split up, so I never really grew up around thanks, any Barry. of the Th- Dallas sports. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks for bringing, bringing that into the, the mix. Home. I'm just trying to make Rangers fans and Cowboys fans feel sorry for me. So well, yeah, out of me. And, and another thing I learned before the show, Evan told me you were at his wedding. I was at his wedding. But he said you oh. were, you were at the VIP table, and 
I guess I was at the chopped liver table. I guess so. I mean, I insisted on being at the VIP table. If I was, I was like, I said, if I'm going to come all the way from California to your wedding, I need at least to feel special. And it did, didn't it? I it, mean, who else? Did. Who gets clowns juggling did at their wedding? Like, the jugglers were classic. Exactly. You, you got that. And I did get to meet Michael Young, and that made me very excited. It, well, you were Michael Young's seatmate until he went off and decided he was going to have a very long talk with John Daniels. Yes, but I did get to speak to him for a second, and he was very nice, and I got a photo with him. Sarah, how would you describe, in words, since we, we have, we're not a visual medium, how would you describe exactly what Mike Sosha face is? Um, I guess it's a mixture of constipation, disappointment, and just uh, giving up. I know that he doesn't give up. I know that he, but his face sometimes looks like I'm just so done. And I really need to go number two. And you go, you're going constipation over gas here? Because to me, it looks more like gas. No, it's constipation. It's a bigger problem than gas. It, oh, it is. Yeah. S- sounds like Tom Coughlin to me. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sarah, you have not been in AT and T Stadium to to this point, correct? No, I'm no, I'm very excited. Now, let me. I I don't want to say anything, but. I, I don't know exactly how to say this, but your boyfriend is never, your fiancé is probably never going to look larger than life to you than when you see him on the screen punting on Sunday. Yeah, he said it's the biggest screen in, of any stadium, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And you can't watch, you cannot watch the field. You, you end up just watching the screen because it just mesmerizes you. Yeah, sometimes I end up watching the screen in, in places that aren't don't even have your amazing jumbotron like you guys do because i sometimes i can't quite see what's going on if i don't like you know the the things happen so quickly in that ball sometimes i can't keep track of it so sometimes i have to watch the screen anyway but i try to watch the field but it sounds like i won't be able to this sunday do you should we also tell people i mean i know most of the people who will have listened to this and and who have listened to this through knowing your name um we'll know this story but i think there's a a good segment of our listeners that aren't quite aware that you and john met the old-fashioned way yeah twitter (laughs) exactly twitter but sort of because someone i mean he had i was on chelsea lately when that show was still on he saw me on there and then he approached another fan of the Seahawks, Ross Matthews, who was at a game and used to also be on Chelsea lately. So John approached him and said, I need to meet Sarah Colonna. And then Ross said, tweet her. And then that's how it all started. So it did start on Twitter. I sometimes feel like I'm spreading, you know, like a bad message to younger people. Oh, meet on Twitter. Cause then I, you know, what I could go like wrong on Twitter? Too. Yeah. I mean, you could end up definitely with your head cut off. So mine turned out well, so I just don't want people I want them to know there was at least a little bit of someone else that was sort of, you know, had met him at least to tell me that he didn't think he was a serial killer, um, and he seemed pretty safe. But uh, and then of course we started talking, and I realized he's the greatest guy in the world. But um, whoa, you know whoa, whoa, whoa! What what happened? I thought you used to tell me I was the greatest guy in the world. Well, I I do say that, but but, but you went and got married. I on said it. it. You said it huh? one time. Evan went. Evan went and found found 
his love uh, what, on on the internet. Is that how you? We met we met the even older fashioned way. Yeah, uh, on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. But you reconnected from having known each other a long time ago. Right from middle school when when yeah. all my crushes were on women you couldn't have. Correct. Okay. I mean, it's kind of nice to then end up with your crush later in life. It, it's uh, I, to quote Greg Hardy, "We've both married well." <laughs> all right, yeah, you did marry very well, and so did she. Um, and all right, now look, you have got you've got a book that's been out for over a year now, which is oh, entitled. Yeah. Has anyone seen my pants? Correct. You've got a comedy special on Hulu that also has kind of a lower body type theme to it. I can't feel my legs. What is going mm-hmm. on? I don't know. It's funny. I actually didn't even put that together, um, but it's true. And I don't know. I, I re- obviously like really stupid titles, and I can't feel my legs. I'm a little mad because I named this special last November when I taped it. I taped it almost a year ago. And then out came that song, I the Can't Feel My Face. Yeah, so now I feel a little bit like I got ripped off and that they're a lot more famous. But um, I can't feel my legs. I, I don't say it anywhere in the special, but it is something that happened to me halfway through the special. I started realizing, oh, I, I shouldn't have worn heels. This is a nightmare. But I tried to look nice like a lady because I was doing a special. And I wore heels, which I never wear when I'm performing because I move around a lot and you're on stage. And I started to feel a lot of pain. Um, which I think you can kind of see it halfway through. You watch. I don't walk comfortably or gracefully. Um, and so that's kind of where I came up with the title. And, and I, then I just thought it was really stupid, and everyone agreed, and, and we let it be that. But the, the special is not stupid. The special is... Wait, wait, wait. I want, to ask about, I want to ask about the movie. Do you have a movie coming out? Well, I was in a movie called... Um, Killing Hasselhoff that I don't think has come out. It's, I mean, I don't know when it's coming out. Obviously, no, it hasn't come out yet, but I don't know the release date. Um, and it was with Ken Jong, and it was really, really fun. Um, and it's basically about a celebrity death pool where they end up having to try to kill David Hasselhoff to win their death so, pool. That's why I brought and, up, I love celebrity death pools. Yes, yes, and they, they turned it into a movie. So I'm hoping to find out when it's going to get released because I had a really fun part where I basically played like a like a Lindsay Lohan mom, like a Dina Lohan going to a nightclub and trying to sort of pimp her daughter out. So it was really fun, and um, and we'll see. I don't know when that comes out, but hopefully soon. And, and tell, just tell us, remind everybody what a celebrity death pool is. Um, it's when you take a bet. It's, I mean, you basically, what they say it comes in threes, right? Celebrity death comes in threes. So you basically bet with your friends on who's going to die next. I mean, it's a terrible thing, but it's real. <laughs> I've got uh, I've got a I've, that's all right. I've got a sports day death pool, Barry. Uh, Guess you. who I've got in the pool? Great, 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 great. But but uh, I'm fascinated by them. I'm 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 in one, and it's who you got? Oh, who do you have? Well, I have both helmets in Germany: Helmut Kohl and Helmut Schmidt. The, the, they're 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 two people, and they're old, and I can't remember who else I had, but. It's it's real it's real and you get bonus points if the person it's very sick and I don't think we should talk about it anymore. Wait, well, wait a minute, you've got like a European celebrity death pool. Oh, absolutely. You Ab- don't have well, North America. No. Uh, well, well, we we have people of all all walks, talks, and ages, 
and it's we call it a ghoul pool, and it's 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 just everybody poo poos it and makes fun of you, and then they go out and they all start their own pools. This is creeping but me I out. But I don't know that it's fair to pick an old like you said that you pick very old people. I feel like well, like you get bonus points. You get bonus out. points for younger people. Bonus. Oh, po- oh my oh, god! Oh, that is really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm terrible. You'll, I'm going to invite you to join our pool next year. I know you probably listen. I'll probably be in it, but by the end of the day, so don't worry. I'll call you terrible, and then I'll join it. All right, Sarah. So the on the special. Yes. Why should people? Why should people? Besides the fact that you are America's comedy sweetheart, why yes. should people get on their Hulu and go find the special? Um, honestly, I'm really proud of it. I do think people will find it very funny. It covers a lot of different topics. I'm not just standing up there talking about one thing. I definitely cover, I cover relationships. I cover friendships. I cover, um, ridiculous stories. I cover my family. Um, I grew up in the South. I grew up in Arkansas after moving there from Dallas, after the the family broke up, like Barry keeps reminding me. And, um, I, uh, Barry, Barry. Barry specializes in broken families and celebrity deaths. This is you, this you, you have now convinced me not to come to your show. I was thinking of coming to your show in Plano, but you're going to pick on me if I come, right? <laughs> no, no, I would never. I would okay. never. Not, would never do that to you. Um, but I definitely feel that it's the, the biggest thing I can say is relatable. I think everyone can relate to something I talk about in there, and that's what I hear the most about my comedy, and that's what I strive for, so it makes me really happy, and I feel like male or female you will enjoy it i i i look i'm just gonna say this i sarah's a friend but i've I've seen her four times professionally and i have left every time with the the sides of my cheeks hurting from laughing it is it's great stuff and and it is it's very relatable on on everything on relationships on families on on just about every kind of everyday aspect that, that you run across. Did, did you know the Duggars when you lived in Arkansas? I did not. Okay. I apparently really dodged a bullet with that one, too. <laughs> I wish I knew them, kind of. Not Sarah, really there was one thing, before I let you go, there was one thing I wanted to ask you about, and that is that there's that there has apparently been some real trouble between you and, and John lately um, relating to the um, McDonald's all-day breakfast. Is that correct? Yeah, well, I just found out that he likes the one with the Canadian bacon on it. I mean, and I well, all uh, normal people like the one with Canadian bacon on it. No, that's disgusting. The sausage one, the sausage and muffin with that—that's the one that's good. Uh, Sarah, no, I, I don't know if we can be friends either. That's fine. You're just going to give me up like that? Yeah. The, the, I don't have time for. I don't have time for such nonsense. Well, what is the problem with the Canadian bacon? It's just—it's not good. That's why. Why would you have Canadian bacon when you can have sausage? I mean, it seems like a no-brainer to me. You're in Dallas. You're—you're you're in Texas. You should like sausage. Sausage like should, Sausage comes. <laughs> sausage comes, and it looks like a sausage, not a patty, Sarah. No, I like the patties. I don't like the links. You're wrong again. You—you are—you are so disappointing me here. Mm. Well, it's a good thing we're almost done with this call then. <laughs> This is getting awkward, Barry. I think it's time to say goodbye. Hey, Sarah, listen, you have taken more time than you needed to this this morning, so I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. It's Sa- very nice to meet you. I'm going to say, say hello to my father. Oh, yeah, that'll be an interesting phone call. Please do. 
Barry, don't you owe Jim money? Well, I don't owe him money, but tell him I'm the guy he could never find when he was looking for somebody to do some work. He'll, that's how he'll remember me. <laughs> he'll probably he'll be like, well, which one? <laughs> yeah. Take take care. All right, we'll take see you this care. weekend, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. And Barry? Yes, Evan. That will do it for us for the, for this edition. Okay. This was your first comedy edition of Upon Further well, Review. Lord knows we needed some comic relief here. We did, and we got it. And we got it, and I'm, I will be going to, to Plano, the Hyenas in Plano, on Thursday night. Thursday night, Hyenas in Plano. But I'm not telling her who I am. Because Friday I, I don't night, trust her, because she'll be all over me. She won't be all over uh, me. She's, she's never made fun of me, at least at a show. Okay. Uh, Friday night in Fort Worth, and Sunday in Dallas after the Cowboy game. So uh, if you're out there and you've got a chance, really, you need to uh, check it out. And for that... We'll just sign off for this show.